he really got me. You know, I think it's because he was gay. Got the nuances more. get me a gay mickey gotta get a gay well hello and welcome to another episode of in the details a celebration of nuance where each episode i queen out on all of the acting choices micro moments and magic in the minutiae that make a scene great my name is colin drucker your name always and forever will be barbara belgetti's and I am uh, so excited to be back. I think I took a couple weeks off, not necessarily from podcasting, uh, but just from in the details. I will tell you this. I have figured out all of the episodes I want to do before the end of the year. And I'm not going to tell you what they are, but you, you'll find out because you're, they're going to come out um, in the next, I guess, you know, six, seven weeks. And I'm very excited. I, you know... I, there's no, they're not all like current references or trending things or whatever. I really had to kind of go back and say like, okay, what do you just really want to queen out on? And that's what this list is. Um, and including today's episode. Um, I also, uh, as I, as I, um, hinted at just mere seconds ago, um, have been very busy with other podcasting, not only All Right Mary, which is basically two podcasts because we do the main channel and then we do the Patreon, and they're both at least one episode a week. So that keeps me very busy. But as you may or may not know, I would assume if you're listening to this, you've already somehow discovered that I have also recently started another podcast with Squirrel Friend and Very Bad Gay and recent two-time, not, not really recent, but certainly two-time guest of In the Details, Nick Kachanov. Uh, we've started Best Supporting Podcast. I know I plugged this, I think, the last episode or the episode before. Um but it just bears repeating. If you haven't checked it out yet, we're like seven episodes in. We just talked about Meryl Streep in Kramer versus Kramer. We talked about Diane Weiss in Hannah and Her Sisters. We talked about um, Melissa Leo in The Fighter. Uh, coming up is going to be, uh, and this is a little spoiler because I don't think we announced this on the episode, but was going to be Catherine Zeta-Jones in Chicago. And it's, you know, I mean, it's just really exciting. And it's it's that same feeling of like, what would you love to talk about? Like, it's nice to have that choice. Because obviously with like, all right, Mary, we have to talk about Drag Race. And sometimes I don't feel like talking about Drag Race. Uh, that's between me, you, and anyone else listening. So um, not that I don't like all right, Mary. It's just, you know, sometimes you're like, oh my God, another, you know, competition, you know, drag queens, lip syncs, fighting, drama, social social justice corner, you know. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's get into it. Today's episode is going to be about a clip that I have had saved in my YouTube favorites forever. It is season two, episode 10 of Broad City. Uh, the episode is called St. Mark's. And it is this incredible cameo, one scene, Beatrice Strait like knockout performance by Patricia Clarkson. She plays the mother of this guy who steals Abby and Alana's bag, and they've chased him into this house only to discover that he lives there and his mother played by Patricia Clarkson is in the middle of a dinner party and um what ensues is really just it's been one of those performances that I'm I feel like is just this little this little diamond that I I 
I've just kind of treasured it. I, I don't hear anyone else talking about, you know what I mean? Like uh, Patricia Clarkson has done a lot of great stuff. I think she won a Best Supporting Actress Emmy for Sharp Objects, which no, I haven't seen yet. But I've seen her in, I mean, she was great in Pieces of April, which I believe she was nominated for. I've seen her in um, The Station Agent. I've seen her in, um, well, now I'm blanking on all the things I've seen Patricia Clarkson in. But this episode isn't really about all the other things I've seen her in. It's really about her in this episode of Broad City. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. It's like the scene is, I don't know, the scene's like three minutes long. And we'll probably talk about it for a lot longer than that. So, um, So anyway, before I get into that, I did want to just briefly mention... Because this is, I guess, relevant, finally, something that's relevant to today or, you know, was relevant at the time of this being posted. But I did see the movie Parasite, and I fucking loved it. And I'm not going to tell you anything about it, because the less you know, the better. Like, I knew nothing about it. I had so many expectations, which it ended up not being, and none of that was a disappointment. Like, it's... It's a beautiful movie. And from the lens of like, is it nuanced? It's like stupid nuanced. It's so nuanced. It's so beautifully made. It's so well acted. Um, I particularly love of the main family. Um, I love the mother. I mean, the sister is great too. All the women in the, in the movie are great. But there's something about the mother. She's just such a great character. She's so like tough, but like, and, and, and quirky and, and if you've seen the movie, like, her role in that climactic moment is just, I, I just am so obsessed with. But anyway, if you've seen Parasite, I'd love to talk to you about it. If you haven't, you should go find it and you should go totally check it out because I feel like, I would imagine come award season, it's going to be getting a lot of recognition and I feel like it has an inevitable American remake. But I think that's the only um, the only little thing I'm going to get into before getting into the main event. Let's talk about this scene. Um, if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen Broad City, not a big deal. I mean, the scene isn't really about Abby or Alana. And if you haven't seen it, you're missing out because Abby, Gla- Abby Glazer, Abby Jacobson and Alana Glazer are, they're so funny and they're so smart and just Broad City, I kind of fell out of it, to be totally honest. I think I watched maybe the first three seasons obsessively, and then I think maybe it lost me in the fourth season. But what I've heard is the last season, and maybe there's a sixth, but whatever the last season is, I've heard is amazing. And so I will go back to it. But I'd also love to hear if you've watched it, like, reinforce and remind me. Because, like, between, you know, you, me, and the lamppost, I also still have, like, three or four episodes of season two of Fleabag. I don't know what my deal is. I just don't want to finish it. Do you ever have one of those shows where you're like, I just don't want to finish it? And it's stupid because I have really been enjoying Fleabag, I think. mm, Let's put a pin in that, Mickey. I feel like um, that's another conversation. So Broad City, I mean, I could totally do an episode on so many episodes of Broad City and so many moments. I think that they... I particularly love Abby, and she has like a really funny little micro moment in the scene. I mean, they're both great. It's it's hard to really choose one, but I think there is something sort of quiet and nuanced about what Abby is doing, and in her delivery, and in the character that she's created, that really resonates for me. And um, so I'll definitely mention that moment as we go through the scene. But anyway. Uh, no big deal if you have not seen the show or this clip. This clip, not only is the link in the description of this episode, it's also on 
YouTube. All you have to look up is Broad City Mother Son Moment, and um, you'll be good as gold. I mean, honestly, three minutes and 24 seconds of your life, and at least two of those seconds is the little like bumper at the end promoting three more videos. Um, so anyway, uh, all that to say is that... If you wanted to stop this episode right now and watch this clip and then come back, you could do that even if you were like on the train if you had reception, you know? So um, if you're in your car, don't worry about it. I'll talk about it. You'll, I don't need to tell you how to listen to a podcast. Anyway, let's get into it. Can I help you? A guy just ran in here. We were chasing him because he stole my gift. He stole my bag. Call the police. He stole it right out of my hand. here. He's in your house. Please, come in. So the important thing to note as the scene opens is Abby and Alana arrive at the house and frantically ring the doorbell, and Patricia Clarkson's character, we'll just call her Patricia Clarkson, uh, as she answers the door, um... It's important to note that she is holding a wine glass, and this entire scene is such a great example of acting with a prop. Uh, on Best Supporting Podcast, we talked about this with Melissa Leo in The Fighter and acting with a cigarette and how she just like loves doing that as an actress. And in that movie, it's just like quintessential cigarette acting. And in this, it is quintessential acting with a wine glass. She answers the door with the wine glass, and there is, even in her voice, there's like the edge of a slosh. And she, sometimes I don't like that. Sometimes I don't I don't like that choice to tell me you're drunk, but Patricia Clarkson reaches for the top shelf. And so just a couple of things to note as they go into the house. So she's having this little dinner party. And, and maybe this is just like, you know, New York architecture or whatever. There's just something strange about the fact that the dining room table where there's like four other people seated um, or five other people are seated, is like right by the front door. There's something about that that just feels so strange and just like, like right there in the foyer. And um, one thing to note, which I want to give credit to somebody in the YouTube comment section called out that I did not notice, is that if you notice the table, there's a, there's a place setting for her, but there's no chair. And so just like that weird detail of the fact that there's no chair for her and like what that suggests of this weird little party – and there's some little nuances towards the end, which also suggests this is like a, it's a strange little batch of folks or a strange energy. But I don't know. That just is like a, it's a clever little, uh, little nuance, I guess, is the word for it. Timothy, can you please come down here? Timothy? That boy lives here? Boy, he's 34 years old. I had him when I was very young. I also want to give credit for someone else in the YouTube comment section who noticed that when she says, I had him when I was very young, she kind of like caresses her breasts. And it's there's an, another moment later, I keep like dropping these act one guns, but there it, that is, um, there's a similar like informed body language. Like that is obviously there's some sort of maternal element of like, oh, I mothered him very young, right? So it's it's just like, this is all like it's it's important to kind of note that all of this is is in the setting or the the tone of ridiculous satire in a way or what's happening is that these two girls have stumbled into like another weird New York situation that is just happening. And I feel like that's a running thing in Broad City is just like stumbling into a situation and I guess you know New York is like this where it's just like 
all of a sudden you're in someone's weird drama. You're, you know, encountering somebody just being flagrantly um, obtuse in the world, you know? Um, is that the word I want? Probably. Anyway, let's get back to it. Timothy? Timothy! Jesus Christ, what, mother? Can you explain yourself? Did you just steal something from these girls? Yeah, it was a f***ing joke. Chill out. You chill out! Chill out! And get their stuff now! Now! You know, one of the things, I mean, I love the way that her hair kind of falls in front of her face in this. I love how there's there is this she's communicating this weariness this like oh god we've been through this so many times thing and none of her lines are really suggesting that it's just all in her body language and her inflection um and you know (laughs) when she says you chill out and then she stamps her foot you chill out the stamping of the foot that it's it it's already like tipping into like this this campy territory and i'm just in hog heaven i'm sorry please don't press charges oh, no, that's no, it's gonna ever since he dropped out of grad school he's uh he's given me a lot of grief i i don't know what to do throw him out put him on the street he'd love that but then she goes and does one of my favorite nuances favorite acting choices favorite micro moments favorite magic in the minutiae she sits down on the stairs and like hikes her dress up so her knees are sticking out and then she's kind of like hunched over with her wine glass held between her legs and there's just this exhaustion there's just this this familiarity and this tragedy that she's portraying on the stairs with a dinner party going on with these two strange girls in these like novelty t-shirts, just like standing there, you know, listening. Um, and maybe that's what it is. Like, I think it's this moment of this like weird woman who just like needs to be heard. And, um, and so she kind of has this moment where she loses herself with them and then kind of like remembers that she is a hostess. I'm so rude. Uh, would you, Oh, Oh, Would you, uh, like a drink? No, no, that's fine. It's a soft gift, so it's okay. Let's just stop there. One, I love that there's a little bit of, like, a slip when she's trying to get up off the stairs. Uh, And I, I like the idea that she's just kind of doing this and they're just kind of, like, responding to whatever magic Patricia Clarkson's throwing out there, right? Um, but... There's the moment I mentioned before with Abby is then so the son comes around Timothy and he throws the bag from the top of the stairs and it lands on the floor and of course then Patricia Clarkson turns you know the the, the dragon lady storming back to the stairs but there's this kind of um, it's not focused in on completely but this little interaction between Abby and Alana where Abby kind of turns to Alana and says it's okay it's a soft gift I mean that's I love that I love when an actor plays down or plays kind of like doesn't play an exclamation point, but almost just plays like a semicolon. Um, anyway, speaking of actors playing the exclamation points, then Patricia Clarkson returns to the top, the bottom of the stairs, and this um, epic showdown ensues. Timothy! What is wrong with you? I don't know, Mom. Why don't you tell me you're the psychiatrist, or do I need to make an appointment? Maybe you should, but you can't afford me, because you don't work 
I mean, I think that once she kind of goes into that roar of don't work, it's it's like all bets are off. I mean, this is, you know, I think I must use this expression like every episode, but like going to a 27. And what I love about like when an actress goes to a 27 is this feeling of like, oh, I don't know what you're going to do. And you don't have to adhere to anything at this point. Like you have gone into a different stratosphere where the laws of earth don't matter. And that's where Patricia Clarkson, Clarkson, that's where Patricia Clarkson starts to go in this scene. But then, then there's this transition when he says, you know, you love this, don't you? And there's this like Shakespearean sadness that kind of comes over her in this next delivery. You love this, don't you? You think I like this? My only son having to lie to my friends about what my son does with his life is loser, 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 loser life, loser. Right, because you have to lie about me, but not about anything in your perfect little life. Not about the wine, the painkillers. My father, do I look like the son of a quarterback? I will. I never asked to be born. I mean, the the looser, 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 looser life. That's not necessarily Shakespearean. That's just that's just GD magic. That's just going to a twenty-seven. Um, but it's I I think it's the juxtaposition of of this almost like heartfelt angst about like oh my god to try to explain you to my friends to to have to bear this embarrassment to have like that. That kind of that that performance could exist in a straight play, you know. But then to have that that sort of bounce into that loser, loser, loser moment, it, like the way that she managed to manages to seamlessly go from genuine to genuinely insane, it's just such magic. But then he storms off, and this, it's, there's then this interesting energy shift here, and I I love this moment so much. tell you something. I'm a very good mother. It's just sometimes you get a dud. A f- f- dud. That, okay, so, okay, okay, okay. That is, if you haven't seen this clip, you have to watch this clip to see that moment. Um, there's a couple things. One is that she is, at this point now, holding a wine bottle and a wine glass. So she's got both props, and she's working them magically. Um when she starts, like, after the son walks away, she has this kind of quiet moment, if you watch her, she has this kind of quiet moment of, like, just being frozen there, holding the bottle in one hand and the glass in the other. And then she starts to turn, and and she even does this funny thing of kind of working a, her, her way around the bag on the floor. Um, I also want to just mention the kind of, like, there'll be these little shots back to the friends at the table and kind of glancing at each other. And they're... They're not sh- they're not shocked like oh god we've never seen this before it's kind of like oh god it's happening again, um, and so it's I don't know I, it makes me wonder if these people are now that I'm talking about it, it makes me wonder if they're just being very polite you know, uh, but it's great to kind of I love whenever like a supporting character gets like a micro moment to to own the story themselves you know but then she does that thing and I, I kind of hinted at this before she says but then you get a dud and she kind of um, she she jerks her like her pelvis forward and it's this sort of thing of like you know 
using her womb to gesture. You know what I mean? You get a dud, and then the way that she takes that even further, and I the bleeping actually adds to it. I think she's saying, goddamn fucking dud, I think is what she's saying. But she says that as she kind of like storms towards the stairs again and and, and lands that last dud, like looking up at, him, up at where he was standing. And the look on her face, like the ferociousness is... It's her commitment to this moment is so incredible. You know, like it is the fact that there is like 10%, at least 10% ridiculous in all of this, that she maintains that crust of ridiculous. And yet there's still all of this kind of pathos connected to it. I'm, I just love it. And it's, again, it is all in her performance. All of this could very easily not work. I feel like the perfect example of this 10% of ridiculousness is like, when she storms forward to like yell up the stairs at him, she kicks the bag, and you could even see the present like f- like fling out of the bag. And I, I it's one of those things again. I kind of love the idea of her doing that on her own, but I could also see them like coming up with this little like Easter egg to plant in the scene. But it's such a perfect example of uh, the she's having this intense moment, but then it's like the 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 prized possession they came to get, she's kicking it out of the way, like completely forgetting what they're there for. And this is where I'm noticing another weird nuance of the music. And I'm like, what is the music they are listening to? It's like a funeral dirge. It's, it's, and it's, it's not hinted at. It's never talked about, you know, like it's like the chair not being there. It's never talked about. So uh, there's a long and comfortable hug with Alana. And then Abby kind of like scooches her way out of getting a hug and they get out of the apartment, and then it's this great little capper at the end where she, where she turns and and just does this woo and like kicks her foot, and then everybody kind of laughs a little bit. And this is where I wonder: are they just being polite, or is it just kind of like, oh well, that was a weird moment, and like nobody's too jaded, you know, or, or nobody's too bothered by it because they are jaded, you know. But it's it's like another note. You know, like she plays so many notes so quickly in this scene, and she finds like one more to play at the end. I'm sorry your son sucks so hard. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're good. You're good. I think so much. Thank you so much. Have a great night. And come back and see me. Will you come back and see me? Yes. Okay. Woo! So, yeah, and and so that's it. Um, I think that is actually all I've got for you this week and in the details. It's a bit of a shorter episode, um, but that just means that I have got the um, time, talent, and energy to just crank out more episodes. So if you'd like to queen out with me on Patricia Clarkson, on Broad City, on Parasite, on um, any Best Supporting Actresses that you'd like to hear us talk about on Best Supporting Podcast, um, or really, you know, anything, really anything, I'm down to, I'm down to clown, um, you can drop me an email at inthedetailspod at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Colin Drucker. You can follow me on Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And... Um, you can of course find me on best supporting podcast and on all right mary and um as for where we're going next and in the details it's a little bit of a surprise but it will be out very shortly i just have to figure out which one i want to do in the list next 
Um, I'm an Aquarius. I can't be too, you know, organized. It freaks me out. Uh, anyway, that's all I got for you. Thank you so much for joining me this week for this little celebration of all of Patricia Clarkson's acting choices, all of the micro moments on Broad City, and all of the magic and the minutiae in this little dinner party she's having that we talked about today on this episode of In the Details. There we go. Landed the plane, everybody. All right. Bye.